Lower your expectations. It's a hockey podcast from Lance, Coach, and Randall. Gabe Gifford Hockey is our Season 2 sponsor. Fantastic young man. He has recorded 21-hour stick time lessons and put them online as a course. It'll take your little champion through 20 hours of competitive hockey lessons. You can get more out of stick and puck with your child. It's better, and it's a lot less expensive than a regular private coach would be. Give him a look, because he's a great kid, and he's helped us out a lot. Hello, and welcome to the Youth Hockey Podcast, episode 29. Uh, Lance, I've got some important news for you, and I want you to react like you've never heard something as good as this. Okay. We have now doubled our listenership in in uh from the first season the last week we got into the numbers numbers came in they were they were strong nielsen's are strong right now doubled the the listenership and that's all thanks to the great youth hockey podcast uh listeners that we've we've uh, been able to acquire over the year we are on fire it's awesome i know you know i think if we keep doing this in four or five years we will overtake Muffy's Pet Enema Tips and Tricks podcast, which I've been listening to religiously ever since I found out that pet enemas are very important for pet, for pet, uh, general pet uh, livelihood. And um, I don't know, what else would pets need? <laughs> health, pet health. Yes. Is, is this, is this how we're starting this? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We could start with number one, Bako dad, if you'd rather. Uh, yeah, that's exactly how we're starting it, Raleigh. Okay. And thank you for reminding me. Uh, a new topic we've not yet discussed but no we have no now we have by the way we we every week we seem to chart on on uh uh un untested territory and i think that uh, is all a part of the bravery that we have uh we have here at the youth hockey podcast i think we are brave men and women mainly men uh (laughs) charting out a course (laughs) charting out a course into the hockey landscape uh so so, um, Raleigh, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what, what your week was like. I mean, how much uh, youth hockey did you uh, did you do this week? Well, um, my my kid, uh, his season came to an end, as many people's uh, kids do, um, with the sort of you know tradition of your season ending. You know, hopefully, you're still playing for something. His team was able to somehow be playing in the regional. North the uh, Northeast U.S. regional uh, tournament. Uh, I think they were a long shot to uh, to do too much, but they uh, had a, had a pretty good showing. Uh, but they did uh, end up losing. If they had won, they would have gotten a bid to the national championship. I think the national championships are are they next week, Lance? They're Lance usually knows. in uh, like mid April. Uh, you'll have to excuse Lance. This is the first time he hasn't had a child playing in the uh, national championships in, in about 10 years. So uh, he's really not up to, on his game tonight. Lance, you should know these dates. Hey, but you know what, though? But, you know, in the league they're in, there's, I'll say, something better than a national championship, right? Yes, sir. I think I think Chris's team is playing for the Deneen Cup. Oh, my God. That sounds so cool. Can you say it one more time? The Deneen Cup. <laughs> yeah, that that really does. It it flows off the tongue. Very nicely done. Yeah, my I'm, son. I'm gonna, my, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say my son uh, was playing in the Division One uh, um, uh, 
uh, high school finals here in California. Uh, unfortunately, uh, even though taking a one zero lead into the third period, uh, what do you think happened? Uh, anyone, anyone want to guess? Well, I, I know because I, I, I've <laughs> talked to, uh, to, um, another friend of ours who, who is a teammate of your son. So I, unfortunately I heard what happened. Yeah, no, but you know, just to get there, I don't know. Uh, I feel like, uh, making it, uh, that team making it to the finals was a, uh, was a pretty big, uh, you know, I think it, uh, it spoke very highly of those young men, uh, yeah. playing, playing their yeah, hearts. You guys out. had a good run. Oh yeah. Playing their hearts out to get there. I can tell you that they really did. Uh, it was fun to watch them. Uh, by, but the, anyway. by the way, I, I just want to say, I, I, so I, I did look it up. Yeah. And, I did um, too. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, end of March. Uh, right. High school March. starts in four days and the rest of the league starts in 10 or 11 days. Okay. So nationals is upon us. If you have a child that's in nationals, uh, uh, congratulations, youth hockey podcasters, all of you out there deserve a pat on the back. And if you don't, uh, you know, uh, what you lost in hockey glory is also probably reflected in the fact that you don't have to spend $3,000 traveling back East to watch a, uh, one last hockey tournament, which is fun, but right. uh, it's a lot of money. Well, uh, you know, since we, since we brought this up, let's, let's, um, let's, talk to Lance about this a little bit and Lance could explain to people what what it is to play at nationals like first of all that the setup right when you get you get to nationals and you have a first round correct correct and the uh, first round you're guaranteed depending on two two games or games. is it three it's three games three games usually so the way right. the, the way we the, well the way I'll tell you let's start from this from the beginning Dave Mm-hmm. And the beginning is, is that nationals, uh, youth nationals, which I guess begins at 14U and then moves all the way up right. to 18U in high school. But uh, so for uh, 14U, 15U, 16U, all the way to 18U, the way it works is 16 teams go to uh, nationals. And the way the way it's, it was set, I think it's for all the leagues, but I can only speak to we were there for 14, 15, and 18U, where the years my boys went. And the way it was set up was that- Is that, all, about, is that all, Lance? Is, you only, only, only three years. I mean, no, I mean, I, is that it? I mean, we missed one year, man. I mean, no, but anyway, no, so I mean, the way it was I, set up- Raleigh, let's, they, have a, let's have, a, let's have a, a wake for Lance for the, for the year when he was like 16 or whenever that a, year was. It was a 16 year. Yeah, well, was so, so they were they were at Shattuck at that point. So Shattuck wasn't in the Nationals those years? Yeah, it was a 16 year. 14 and 15 was Shattuck. Okay. And we made it to the semifinals both years. And then 16, we were with the Ducks. And the Ducks and, didn't make uh, it that, that year to we the did Nationals. Not, uh, we lost... Uh, uh, you know, because you go to Pacific District, so we lost. Uh, who'd you, who'd you guys lose to? Then? Yeah, who'd you lose to? The Junior Kings. Oh, the God, that must have hurt. Uh, that, by the well, way, you know what? No, <clears throat> here's here's the the worst part of it. I mean, that's not even half the the worst part was, and maybe well, I guess depending on your perspective, because I think from the parents of the Ducks, they all had a nice chuckle. Because we lost and the Kings made it to nationals, but guess what? what there the- were no nationals because of COVID. They canceled. Oh, oh, that's right. That's so right. The Kings did not get to go. And then in at 18, the next year, we uh the Ducks 
went all the way to nationals and there was a nationals again. Uh, so so the, every the year you, you could go it. to na- every year they had nationals. You've been there. Exactly. I didn't think of that. And that's, uh, that's awesome. But anyway, getting back to nationals, the way they set it up is I think, I think there's 10 like districts or something, uh, approximately 10 districts and they always bring 16 to 16 teams. And obviously if USA hockey had their choice, it would be the teams ranked one through 16, but life doesn't work that way sometimes. So what they do is they take the 10 district champions and then they can, they can select six teams that of their choosing that they feel should be there or deserve to be there. You know, so, so a lot of times, even if Shattuck doesn't, when uh when they're way in they'll they they most times they get a they get a bid anyway because they're just an at-large powerhouse and and they can select six teams so you go in there's 16 teams they divide them up into four groups of four and you play everybody once so you play three games and uh if i remember correctly the top two teams from every group uh, go into a single elimination. So there's eight teams now and they go into a single elimination tournament. So you have your, your quarterfinal eight teams and the four winners play a semifinal and then the two winners play for the championship. So once you get out of that round, Robin, you, um, you can't lose. You got to go undefeated. It's rough. It's right. Hard to yeah. win, you know, when you're competing against such high level, teams in that uh single elimination portion of the tournament well it's also um i mean you've got to get through your first three rounds and be one of the top two teams right uh in each of the mini divisions that you're playing in or or whatever right i mean but you know but that's that's a little i mean you know it just depends how the games fall out because one year uh you know the one year chaddick we went two and one and made it to the semifinal because we were one of the top, you know, the only team we lost to was the team that finished first in our grouping and they had gone undefeated. So the other two teams basically had two losses each. So, so we went in with two and one, I believe the other year, if I remember correctly, we went in with a one, one and one record, just how, just basically right. how, how the games fell out that one tie pushed us above the other two teams. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it just all depends. Uh, yeah. And like, what's it look, what does it feel like Lance? I mean, how many people are there watching the games? Are you, I mean, is this, uh, was it exciting seeing the amount of spectators or was it kind of a letdown, uh, from your stand from where you stand? You know, I would say, um, it for me, it was a little bit of a letdown in that I thought it was going to be, you know, I thought it was going to emulate Minnesota high school playoffs where they have a 18,000 seat stadium sold out for the high school championship. Well, isn't you know, hockey a religion up there though? I mean, officially, isn't that one of like, exactly. the top? yeah. So, I mean, you you can't expect that, but I, I was just wondering right. how, how you felt, but I did like it, but I will say this in the beginning, you know, when you've got 16 teams playing, you know, there's going to be more scouts at certain teams are just drawing more scouts. So they're not going to every, they're not, you may not get a ton of scouts at your game. You know what I mean? If, uh, if you're just some small school or some small program somewhere, that's not real 
popular. You know, Shattuck gets a sold out stands for their game because all the scouts are scouting those players. Um, you know, certain other teams that are ranked in the top five or six are getting all the scouts at their games. But as you, as you progress, it gets busier and busier. So I remember like our first year, you know, they were like 15, 20 scouts in the stands from colleges, USHL, NHL. When we went to the semifinal game, it was, it was getting pretty packed. And then we lost in the semifinal game. And so since our flight didn't leave for another day and a half, we went to the championship game and it was wall to wall people, you know, so there must've been like 50, 80 plus scouts there. Like every call D one college was there. All the USHL had representation NAHL. I mean, it was just wall to wall people to watch that championship game. And I remember even at the, um, at the 14U level, we lost at 14U to, uh, I think it was called CompuWare. Is that what it is? CompuWare? Yeah. yeah. And Compuware. They, we lost to them. They won it all. And if I remember correctly, you know, 60 or more percent of the team got D1 commits during that weekend by winning the championship. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, Lance, can I ask you on from a local level, who gets more respect nationally, the Ducks or the Kings? You know what? Uh, I, I think it, it's, it goes in waves, right? I mean, it's whatever you know, your we, kids are playing for, right? I mean, it, it's it well, comes down to that. I mean, that's purely a coincidence, though, right, Randy? <laughs> because the year we were with the Kings, you know, they had like the number two, number three team in the nation, and they they had all kinds of attention, you know, and I guess rightfully so, because as we all know, there's kids on that team that were drafted in the NHL. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't know of any 16 or 14 new duck players that were, that had kids uh, from that year make it to the NHL. But then, you know, the, the old ones, you know, a ton of duck players got drafted into the NHL. That's, you know, that was, kind of Craig Johnson's son's year. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, his son played for the Ducks, got drafted. Uh, I, for, I, I forget the other kid. There was another kid there who was just an absolute superstar who ended up playing like a year or two at Shattuck, who he who got drafted in the NHL, you know. And then lately, too, um, you know, ever since that, that uh, super team, as they used to call it, uh, the Kings left, I think the Ducks have been more dominant these last two or three years. Well, that's all I got on that. I, thank you for uh, giving <laughs> us. A, no, I mean, really, it's really nice to have uh, somebody, especially if uh, some kids are, or, you know, are, are about to go on that journey. It might be nice to, uh, you know, in fact, if you'd like to, you can reach out to Lance at youthhockeypodcast at gmail.com, <laughs> youthhockeypodcast at gmail.com, and ask him questions individually about the experience. Lance will get right back to you. He is uh, known for, uh, for uh, you know, his timeliness. He, he always yeah. gets right back to you. Send, send, hey, your clip, send your clip package 
And yeah, we will exactly. be getting back to you personally with a review. Right. Uh, video review. Of yeah. uh, you got your kids got anything going for him at the Nationals. Well, and don't forget the, the psychological breakdown. He's he's also a registered psychologist. So if you'd like to give him any of the, uh, the you know, uh, any of the, uh, the, the information on your child, he'll, he'll get back to you and give you everything you need to make him into a superstar. There you go. Yeah. Now, also, though, I would say don't pick the... Don't pick the team just because they're, you know, a, a high visibility team. Why not go to the other team and make them the marquee team because of your child on there? Yeah, nothing wrong with that either. I, I don't right. think you've got it in the wrong. Uh, but uh, so either way, it's nice to have a little bit of information going into nationals. Um, so now uh, Lance has a topic that he'd like to talk about, but I realize Raleigh has been left out of this. So I don't feel like, and I, you know, there's a growing Raleigh fan base. I mean, I've been getting people like banging. No, no, just like like banging on the door. He's saying like, oh, we need more Raleigh. Oh, why are you not uh, having more Raleigh? Raleigh, is there anything that you could do to that part of the fan base or, or for that part of the fan base before we move on to Lance's topic today? I, I can't think of what I could possibly do. I really can't. There's got to I mean, be I mean Lance should be enough. Uh, for well, me. Lance is enough. Lance yeah. is more than enough. But I was like, you know, um, is there is there any like uh, small little nugget that you could feed in there? Anything that uh, that people could grab a hold of and say, well, the coach taught me something today. Um, I I, I doubt it, but um, but uh, before we totally get off this uh, topic of of nationals and everything, I I think uh, I mean I think Lance kind of um talked about a couple things which is uh, which i think is very true the the nationals for youth hockey usa hockey nationals is is for the players for the you know the teams the the parents that they're not like his experience he's just telling like it if you think it's going to be this thing where you go and there's a, a stadium full of like 2,000, 3,000 people, it, that's, that's not what it is, right? It's, it's really just a lot of really good hockey players, really good hockey teams playing hockey. And uh, there's not much notice of that beyond the hockey playing world, I guess. Uh, right. Because, so, you know, Raleigh, like you said, I, you know, and again, this is all in my head, but I envisioned, you know, this is nationals. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you look at the NCAA going on right now and it's just this huge event and all this fun, crazy stuff and the spotlight around all these kids playing basketball or, or the, you know, the, the, when the colleges play for the uh, national championship in football and, uh, and whatever. So I, you know, I, I think I was expecting like this huge uh, pomp and circumstance, I guess I'll say, I thought they were going to be like, starting in defense number so-and-so and the lights would be out and a spotlight would follow the kid as as he skates to center ice to standing ovations and you know right it was basically you walked in there and uh doesn't feel uh, any different than a regular like regional tournament exactly it was tournament. just like going to any feels no different games okay quick there, quick light five minutes and done Pardon, yeah, pardon right. me. Quick lightning round. Uh, most people you've ever played or 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 uh, played a game in front of Raleigh. Most people you ever played a game in front of. Uh, Thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred, and not yeah, not I even when so. you played against like uh, um, like. Well, I'm uh, just I'm just basing on 
my recollection of the largest arena. Largest arena in college division one was 3,500 people. Yeah. Back in those days. Well, you know, I, I forget, I forget. It was mainly outside. <laughs> I forget. Oh God, they were mainly outside at that point too. It was like in a, in a, in a, what, what, like in a, a uh, parking lot. They just mapped out the, the different parts of it. And the pucks uh, were made out of wood, right? Yeah. You pucks know? were made out of wood. The sticks they were made out played of wood. It, yeah, yeah. Played it with a, uh, with a lacrosse ball to make it easier. Hey, goalies uh, had a fiberglass, uh, fixed fiberglass thing on their head too. Yeah, that's like, true. <laughs> Most uh, people you've ever played uh, a sport in front of, uh, Lance? Me personally. Okay. Yeah, well, me personally. personally, I'm going to say a thousand in Ooh. high school football game. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, me personally, I was in a regional performance of Oklahoma up in Maine State uh, that drew 1,500 people. Um, wow. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they were watching me play a sport uh, because I was not. But uh, yeah, uh, I was in that when I was. I mean, once you get get over five hundred, it's a lot. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? And by the way, the uh, the audiences in Maine are are absolutely brutal. You better bring it, buddy. You better bring it every night if you want them to be on their on their feet at the end. You're gonna give us a few bars, Randy. That you could get that many people. Chicks and ducks and something better. Hurry, (laughs) one not to you out in Missouri. I think yeah. that many people nice. in, in, in one part of Maine ever. Oh, I no mean, kidding. Uh, we, uh, there were a lot, by the way, there were like, we were performing like what, uh, 20, 20, uh, like 20 shows for, for Oklahoma. And then it went into Mary widow. And then it went into God, what was the next one? Um, uh, me and my girl. Oh my God. Uh, Bruce Adler, uh, was starring in me and my girl back then. Oh, great wow. talent. Amazingly talented guy. Uh, just made everyone out there just like kind of look at him and go, yeah, that's what talented people look like. But yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get off topic. I'm certain that Oklahoma is going to be interesting to the musical theater crowd listening. <laughs> but I doubt if it's going to really rock, you know, rock our rocket our numbers up in the youth hockey world. Well, let, well, let me uh, yeah. let me uh, throw you a curveball here. So, oh, OK. Um, out of uh, I'll throw this to both of you guys out of. Uh, people that you went to school with or had things like this, like uh, that you experienced afterwards, I guess, who, who's the, is there anyone that's that, that end up being really famous that you guys went to I had school so, with or college with? I mean, for our area, I, I had someone that I guess the most famous person I knew uh, was uh, I went to school with this kid. Uh, his name was Johnny O'Mara. And I'll never forget in, uh, uh, my mid twenties, I'm watching TV and he was being featured in the commercial to come out and watch his superstar, Johnny O'Mara in uh, motocross. I was like, wow. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, Raleigh, uh, back at you there. Um, come back to me. Come back to me. Uh, Trey, <laughs> Trey Parker and Matt, and I can't remember, Stone, I think his name Matt was. Stone, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were in Boulder High School when I was in Wheat Ridge, and people used to talk about them. And they had a they had an audio cassette that they made by kind of four-year control. And they you'd like get bootleg versions of their songs. They'd sing songs on this bootleg four-track audio thing. And uh, uh, everybody thought they were friggin' hilarious. And I remember meeting, uh, um, or not meeting them. Actually, we were at a we were at a uh, at this uh, um, kind of like um, school. I think it was like a gifted and talented thing. And and people pointed them out to me 
I didn't know them. I never talked to them, but I guess that's the closest I came to uh, being around uh, people who became uh, uh, huge uh, uh, household names. I think most people know them because they've been, you know, they've, they've done TV shows, they've done movies, they've done everything. But yes, they're that's, South Park, right? Yeah, South Park and then Book of Mormon on Broadway. And then um, well, uh, let me give the audience yeah. if they're so interested in that, in your in your stardom. I don't think they um, are. Uh, if, if people are interested, I don't know. I think it's a little known fact, but they did an episode of South Park, which I believe was for purely their own enjoyment. Um, and I think the episode's called The Purity Ring. And it, you can find it if you look for it on the internet. Uh, and again, it is uh, definitely would be rated R. Uh, so don't have your kids watch it. There's a lot of bad language, but it is the absolute funniest episode never to air of South Park I've ever seen. It is just, I laugh uh, and I can't believe they get away or got away with some of the things they did because they were using trademarked symbols that you maybe, would know. And maybe that's, why, maybe that's why they didn't ever broadcast it, Lance. Maybe they went too far. Oh, they, they went too far. I mean, let's put it this way. Yeah, every it, week they go too far. It was uh, one of good. the key characters in the episode was Mickey Mouse. Oh, and God. he was evil. Yeah, was that sounds evil, like that. He just abused the hell out of the Jonas Brothers. Well, good for them. I mean, that's, if you, yeah. That sounds like, like a lot of fun. I got to seek that out. You okay, Raleigh. It is so funny. Anybody well, anybody you uh, you went to school? Well, with? yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to tell you here, but before we get off the South Park thing, let me let me ask you, though. So my recollection of the South Park uh, is that when they first came on the scene, see, I, I don't I'm not sure if if like my memory is correct or I, you know, heard things that weren't true. But I will say at the time I was working at a kind of well-known special effects company. And that company used to get little videos and reels. They, they did special effects for a bunch of movies. And it was a tradition for each movie that the, the team that worked on stuff would make a kind of a gag joke reel thing um, to just amuse the employees. And they would do this for pretty much every big project that they worked on. And so we'd have the screenings of these things. And one of them was, uh, and, and this was just a screening of, what I I believe was their was their first like movie that they made of South Park or it was a South Park a short animated series and I want to say it was called like something like the Spirit of Christmas. Yeah, and, no, I remember that they sent it out to agents. Uh, and and, that's the yeah they uh, I saw that too when I was working for uh, for a, an agency at the time. Yeah, they, so they you, you know what I'm talking to, about, right? Yes, I do. I do. That was Indeed. floating around, and everybody yep. Every sort of yeah, fucking hilarious. Yeah, it, it, it was it was hysterical. And yep. then you know, and then the rest is history. I guess they got a got a series and pretty cool. Okay, I've got to move you on to hockey pretty soon. So Raleigh, yeah, give uh, me your well, I, okay. so I can go straight into hockey. Yeah. You guys know I've talked about uh, uh, people that I play beer league, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring that up. But Keanu um, Reeves. Uh, okay, thank you. Um, but uh, I went to Randy college. I went to college with Marissa Tomei. Oh, wow. very nice. So um, yeah, there you go. Oh, Peter Parker's mom is still well, she quite won hot. It. She won a uh, Academy Award. Yeah, uh, uh, my cousin yes. Vinny. Yes, best supporting actress. Yeah, so. she's, she's according a fantastic. to George Costanza, she likes small bald guys. 
<laughs> okay, Lance, uh, that's a good cue. Uh, why don't you tell us about this new league that is uh, popping up supposedly on the West Coast? Uh, uh, Lance has got some information for all of you who are who have got uh, kids in the hockey who might be looking for an outlet because uh, the West Coast hockey, I think, as we all know, uh, once you get into juniors, is not exactly what we would call, uh, uh, um, I don't know, um, a kind of oasis of great talent out here on the West Coast. But Lance has uh, been digging and he's found, he's struck something. Uh, Lance, take it away. All right. Well, hey, you know, and the more I read about this, the more, you know, if anyone can get this accomplished, I'm saying, okay, this guy's going to do it. Uh, and his name is Ben Robert. And his bio says, a Montreal native and hockey lifer currently living in California. And he's worked for the Kings. He's worked in the USHL. They said he's worked alongside Luke Robitaille and Mario Lemieux. And uh, being a California person, he, you know, he, like a lot of us, doesn't understand why the top talent has to go all the way across the country and separate from their families in order to get the level of, of hockey they need. So he wants a league that rivals the USHL and the WHL and be, you know, a tier one uh, league that's going to drive students to uh, uh, D1 colleges. And the thing that makes it even more exciting to me is the fact that if he gets this off the ground and it really is, is becoming a legitimate league that colleges look at, in my mind, I have no doubt that I think the teams, places like UCLA, USC, along with Arizona, uh, Arizona State, that's already started a D1 program, I think it would propel universities in the West Coast to start fielding D1 teams and start taking it seriously. And he, and why I think he's going to get it done is he's already got the backing from the Kings, the Ducks, the Sharks, and uh, uh, Vegas Golden Knights. All four teams are with him and they're going to help him accomplish this goal. He said that in his conversations, he has no doubt that the Avalanche and the Coyotes will, will come aboard too because they also, not as far, but they have to send their kids um, back to the Midwest, East Coast uh, to get that exposure. So I, I think he's going to get it done. The only thing I would say is, and what do you guys think, is rather than compete against the USHL, I was thinking maybe it would be in his best interest. Why not join them? And that way you don't have to compete for the same top talent because that's going to take time for him to get some, some footing and be able to show people that this is legit and convince top talent to come to this in the beginning. But I'm thinking if you're part of the USHL, but you just have an arrangement where guess what? We're going to have six teams on the West Coast and we'll just play each other. So, so teams out in, in Sioux City and, and, and in Minnesota and these places in Chicago don't have to fly all the way to, to the West Coast to have these games. Maybe, you know, every West Coast team goes, goes east once and plays, you know, like the Kings. The Kings have one big trip every year and they play like eight to ten games on that road trip bouncing from city to city. Then they come home. You know, so maybe the West Coast teams, you take one trip out there and they take one trip out here. But while you're out here, you play all six teams or however many there's going to be. What do you guys think? 
I'm into it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, um, it seems like a good idea. Um, always wonder about these things, you know, will, will it come to fruition? Now that they're saying that they are going to start this thing in two years. Yeah. 23, 24 season. So we're coming up to 22, 23. They're going to get it kind of organized and set up and then, uh, next season. So, uh, at least my sons would have one year of eligibility, uh, potentially two, depending on the rules, because there are, uh, you can have a certain number of overage kids. Um, but Dave, you're, you're, is your son an 04 or an 05? Our, our, both, yeah, our kids are 05s. Yeah, so see, boy, they got three years of that. I mean, what could be better? Yeah, I mean, if, if you're on the West Coast, you got to be looking at this as uh, something... Uh, it's great you're bringing yeah it's great you're bringing them the information even if it doesn't show up uh lance always knows what might be showing up at the door uh, and i always uh, am pretty impressed with the way he has you know so many uh, I, I i honestly if we look at his browser everyone else's browser is embarrassing for for some reasons his his browser would be embarrassing for how much hockey related searches that go on every day i would guess there are five thousand searches a day related to hockey you know what and, and and i say to all those general managers out there looking for help in the nhl hey i'm here waiting with my browser <laughs> hey they could do much worse my friend much much worse hmm. anyway um uh do you think hang on what you got yeah. you missed your chance Youth Hockey Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, oh, there we go. Yeah, thank you, Raleigh. Uh, Self-promotion is is not the Youth Hockey Podcast greatest uh, uh, If you want to reach point. out to yep. a potential general manager uh, or at least someone that could be an executive in your new organization. Lance because needs you, a second act. He's about to, um, uh, you know, he's about to leave um, CW, right? Isn't that uh, part of it? Uh, well, one never knows, you know. Right. One never knows. But uh, there is some disruption in the industry. And if he does get disrupted, I mean, it's time for somebody to reach out and put bring him on board. I think, Randy, this is the perfect opportunity as as Mr. Uh, uh, as Mr. Robert puts together his organization. Do I smell a reunion of the monarchs? Oh, I love the monarchs. Oh, man. Uh, for those of you that haven't listened to the first season of Youth Hockey Podcast, you will know that the Monarchs were a team that Lance and I kind of developed together, mainly Lance, but uh, I was helping. Uh, and it was the best team my kid has ever played on. Uh, bravo, Lance. And, and how did we culminate the season? Come on. <laughs> By winning. Uh, that's all we did was win. We I mean, won the championship. Of course we did. That's, that is, all the Monarchs ever did was win, Lance. That's all they did. We would show up, we would win, and we'd go home. And what we, we were, we were a squirt, we were a squirt division that ended up winning. Somehow we ended up winning the peewee division because the other team decided to bring in older kids for the final game. I know, I know there was nothing stopping our, our group of kids and they were such nice kids too. The other thing is you gotta know, uh, we had our choice. Uh, we could have brought in like all these kids that weren't as nice, uh, you know, uh, and, and played really well. But, you know, Lance and I were like, nah, let's just let's bring in the kids we like. Bring in the kids that uh, that, that are, are good, you know, uh, good hockey players, good kids. And uh, character. 
Yeah, and we were lucky enough that because uh, they had all of that going for them, they, they made a really good team. But uh, I did have one update on my front. Uh, if you don't mind me moving past the league, can I, can I move past it at this point? Yes, I'm looking for some more rapid-fire questions. Oh, yeah, I will. Well, don't, well, no, at the very end, at the very end I've, got a, I've got a lightning round for you guys. I've got a lightning round prepared, but you can't hear about that until it happens. So, uh, But go ahead, Raleigh. Uh, I was just going to say that maybe we want to just, for people that are Googling or whatever, so the keywords here would be like West Coast Hockey Sports and Entertainment, and uh, I guess they don't have this this league named yet, do they? So, so you might have to Google look and look for it a little bit, right? And Ben Roberts. Yes, I'm sure they can find it. Yeah, yeah no, okay. with the name, hopefully they'd be able to find it, and and uh, you know, and and let's uh, let's all. Uh, wish him luck in putting this together. Uh, and if you want to reach out to the youth hockey podcast, we can always help you. Uh, we have got uh, Lance, how, how much would you say amongst the, uh, the, uh, the hockey community, how much, how much, um, um, you know, uh, we, we've got a lot of resources within the hockey community. Wouldn't you say? Exactly. I mean, we've got like hundreds of thousands of fans listening oh, every week. Just, well, you could take the word thousands out and we'd be right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, so uh, a, a follow-up from an earlier podcast uh, with Lorenz from Switzerland. Now my son may be going to Switzerland to play hockey next year, uh, partially because of, uh, of our talk that we had with uh, Swiss hockey aficionado. Uh, Lorenz and hearing all about the system over there uh, made him intrigued. Uh, and now he is actually uh, considering uh, pushing the button and uh, going over for a camp in summer and then maybe staying for a season. Cool. I yeah. can't wait to, to see the further exploits of your, uh, your all son. I, all I'm saying is that, you know, like we don't really think about all the roads you can travel down. But I, we were lucky enough just to have somebody kind of like pop into our lives who knows a lot about European hockey, who then laid it out for us uh, in a way that made it look pretty uh, interesting to uh, to try to make that trip. It is very difficult to uh, figure out, uh, you know, where to go with your kids sometimes. Uh, and every once in a while you run into a stranger, a random person, a, a kind person that, with uh, with a bunch of stuff in their head that can help you out. Uh, and that, uh, that is, uh, the way I look at, uh, at our, uh, our, our hockey friend, Lorenz, um, because even if we don't go, uh, boy, did I get an education, uh, talking to him about what, what's it like, uh, playing European hockey, uh, um, as a foreigner, as a, as an outsider, basically. And, uh, it, it was a, it was a great lesson. Uh, and so I, I guess I'll, I should also say thank you to Lorenz, uh, uh publicly, uh, for giving me that, that time of his. Yeah. And you also, um. I think you're uh, talking about something, which is one of the nice things about being involved with your kid in youth hockey is just the people that you meet along the way. And hopefully you meet a lot of people and, uh, and there's friendships made and, uh, you know, you got a lot of, I think you have a lot in common with any other parent that is, <laughs> that is supporting their child on in playing the sport. I also learned a lot about UK hockey because my, my uh, wife is from the United Kingdom uh, and my kids have UK passports. And so if anyone wants to know any of this, uh, I have now done a deep dive into playing in Switzerland and playing in the UK. Uh, I'm not saying that's going to help out a lot of you, but uh, if, if you'd like to know if uh, uh, anything about that, 
go ahead and email us because uh, I'll, I'll get back to you. I, I, I don't think it's worth an episode. I don't think it's worth talking about it on the show, except uh, in brief. But uh, uh, it was there's a lot of information that I had no idea until I, I got straightened out by uh, several different authorities uh, in the uh, in the youth hockey world. I, I think I think we got to hold you to that. I actually think it's very interesting. You, you sh- we should definitely do an episode here coming up where you just talk about that experience and just explain to people what it was like because it's entertaining and it's, and it's interesting to, to yeah. realize there's hockey being played all over the world. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, there's a lot of hockey. And uh, once you get out of your, uh, and you know, uh, it, it, there's a lot of hockey that's played at different styles and different uh, paces. And, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a, you know, you can go to YouTube and look up, you know, the Swiss uh, elite championships and things like that. But I never even thought about it until my kid, you know, even, you know, came up to me and said, well, what do you think about like going overseas? There's a lot of information out there now that you can really see how they're playing the game in different places and how it might fit your kid or not fit your kid. But uh, uh, all of the information about how to get there and, and what you do to get slotted into these teams, man, you're not going to find that. You really need a guide. Uh, you know, you, you are not going to Sherpa up that mountain alone. Uh, you need a local as far as I can tell. Because uh, right. boy, did, boy, did I, I get uh, an education. Lance, uh, you, you want to uh, just, you know, dip in and tell me uh, how uh, Swiss hockey would fit. Uh, I think uh, uh, Chris would probably be uh, kicked off his Swiss hockey team in, in two games. What do, what do you have as the over and under on that? Um, oh, we always go with the uh, under. Yeah. Well, we heard, uh, by the way, that if your kid gets a match penalty, the team pays that match penalty for every game he's suspended. So, like, if it's $250 uh, a, a game uh, for a kid getting thrown out, if he's suspended three games, the actual club pays $750 to the, to the overall authority in Switzerland. And I was like, wow that would cost so much in America considering when I look at how many suspensions there are in, in some of these leagues, that is, that is millions of dollars at this point. If we asked for $250 for every kid that got kicked out of the LA Kings high school hockey league, uh, you'd be rich. You'd be absolutely rich. A lot, lot of, a uh, lot of um, fights this year. Well, I remember the year we were, I, I don't know, but the year we were there, God, kids were getting kicked out left, right, and center. My kid was hiding in the corner. Uh, he was basically <laughs> like, okay, he would jump over the, the, uh, the boards and just kind of like hide down by the, by, you know, by the sidewall. But uh, everybody else was getting in it. And I still remember, uh, how, like, there were times when the, the penalty box was basically, it looked like, it looked like the opposing bench. It, it, the penalty box looked like a regular bench, basically. That's funny. Yeah, cool. well, yeah, we got our things going on. Um, so uh, are you ready for the lightning round? I did have one last thing I was going to do with you guys. Now, the loser of the lightning round, and I, I didn't want to bring it up until this happened. Is, is, are we ready for the lightning round? We are ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Are you, if you're ready, I'm ready to go. Okay. Uh, the loser of the lightning round uh, will uh, have to sing in a complete Barry Manilow song off air. Uh, we're not going to make uh, anyone listen to this, but it might be Mandy. It might be uh, um, one voice. It might be uh, it might be anything, but it'll be a full Barry Manilow song if you cannot keep up with it. Do you? Just understand? as long as it's not Copacabana. Uh, it could be Copacabana. I, I'm not entering any. This is, like, name, li- this yeah, is no. like liars poker. Yeah, no, it might happen. One you million might, dollars. You, you, <laughs> one you hand. May no, have to. No crying. 
<laughs> you may have to sing an entire Copacabana. I can't guarantee anything, Raleigh, is what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, but that's that that's the way it's going to go down. And what I want to hear from you guys uh, in lightning round format is names of clubs in Southern California where the parents have really pissed you off during a game. Names of clubs. That doesn't mean you hate the parents, but clubs where they did piss you off at some point. Now, if we get around to you and you don't have the name of a club, you are the loser of the lightning round. I will start this off uh, with what I believe should always be the beginning of, of anything, uh, which were originally the Bakersfield Dragons, if I was correct, right? At the very beginning, weren't they the big <laughs> Dragons? Yes, they were the yes. Dragons. But now they are the Bakersfield. What? Well, haven't they changed their name at this point? Aren't they the like the Bakersfield? Um, are they still the Dragons? About the, the AHL team or the? No, no, the local Skaha team. Uh, the, well, it's the Junior Condors. Aren't Condors, they? that's exactly right. <clears throat> so the Junior Condors. I will start with the Junior Condors uh, then. As I uh, feel, as... you already lost. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> when uh, this starts out, and you're like, I will. Well, start the Dragons. This. The Dragons. Okay, <laughs> I will start with another team then. I will start with another team. Uh, I will go with uh, somebody that uh, really pissed, uh, pissed, uh, was really made me angry were the Vacaville Jets. Vacaville Jets parents. Thank oh, you, Vacaville okay. Jets parents. Raleigh? Um, I, I don't want to, I see, I don't want to down. Gotta go fast, Raleigh. On, Gotta on. go. I'm trying to get, you can't, you're not letting me get it out. They, their name uh, rhymes with um, uh, uh, Cunier Jinks. The Junior not, Kings. That's a great not, not choice. I'm happy with that team. No, um, absolutely not. Who could be? But uh, do you want to hear the story? Uh, parent, no. drunk, okay, drunk, drunk parent, um, cheering an injury of a player on our oh. team. Was that Lance? No, wasn't. Wasn't. No, Lance. I wouldn't think so. No. <laughs> Lance, uh, please, uh, lightning round. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking. It, like you said, it's not. It's not an indictment of the organization because no, no we no, played it's not. there. Just one. But team there is where... one particular team, yeah. uh, 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 and, and not even a group of parents, just one or two parents from uh, a year we, we were competing against the Junior Kings and they would be, that particular group would be at the top of my You can't list. say the Junior Kings. Raleigh's already taken the Junior Kings. You have to go on to a second uh, a version or else, or else this wouldn't be a game. You could just say the Junior Kings a thousand times. These okay, well, let's so see. Well, then in that case, yeah, there no, were, in Ontario, okay. Raleigh, there, was a, there, was, <laughs> there were the Ontario Eagles, but there was also... A second Ontario team. The yeah, rain. In... The Ontario rain, too. No, this team played out of uh, off a Holt in this in this really old rundown rink that was barely bigger than the the Valencia Pond. Oh, I, I know that rink. I know too. About. I know what you're talking about. Now we got to speed this up. This is the lightning round. Just oh, you know what? It is name the and the reason. That's right. Name and okay. reason, please go. The name and the reason. Okay, the name, it's actually, I remember the name because the stars were the other team. It was the Eagles. The Ontario Eagles is the name. And the reason is because I thought uh, one of the parents on their team was not only abusive to our parents, but uh, abusive to his own child. Okay, wave mom with a cowbell. Raleigh, go. Um, the uh, we, we played the team out in Palm Desert. And the most annoying parent was a uh, teammate, uh, was actually our team, because we had a, <laughs> a parent who was a complete nut job who um, uh, offered to um, 
get in an altercation with a parent on their team, uh, which would involve them each showing each other that they had a handgun with them in the parking oh, lot. Okay, Lance. Okay, how about the California Heat, the dad with a puck that he insisted on banging against the glass. Ice dog. Ice dogs, kid overaged. Uh, please, uh, Raleigh. <laughs> oh boy, the the gloves are off here, huh? Oh God, yes. Um, I, I guess uh, San Diego Saints parents so condescending. Oh yeah, they are. Uh, Lance? At least they were for those years. Okay, here's one for you. How about this one, Dave? I got one for you guys. How about California Golden Bears? My son's own team, the dad who followed the coach around like a puppy dog, trying to feed him crap about other players to boost his own kid's position on the team. Well, that's that's two now for, yeah. for Bears. You keep on going back to the Bears. I know they're bad, but you can't keep going back to the Bears. Now, don't say the Bears are bad. <laughs> what is up with that? Oh, I'm we just kidding. The Bears. I'm sorry, Lance. You have lost the lightning round, even though I had <laughs> in my pocket uh, Empire, uh, who, uh, who, who, whose parents were uh, um, telling our parents at one point going by that we were a bunch of losers uh, after they'd lost. This is a team that had lost to us. They told us we're a bunch of losers. Saints parents, I had one of those uh, queued up. The Saints parents who uh, basically uh, I overheard them saying, this is a tune-up game. We're never going to lose it. Uh, and they, they beat us 11 to two, by the way, they were right, but they were so <laughs> nasty about it. They were so, they were so dripping with, Oh my God, our, our team's going to beat this team so badly. Why are we even here? Pieces of, you know, whatever. Uh, and do you remember were, though, when we, when we had to play them and yeah. a game at the end of the season and Oh um, my God. Yes. 80% I remember of our that. team refused to go. And right. uh, we were down there and we had six players and our own we, coach refused to yeah. coach. <laughs> right. Our coach didn't go down. The players didn't go down. Game. Yeah, we lost seven to one. And like Raleigh's in like talking to our kids. They're, they're throwing up on the bench because they were all out there for the entire game. It's okay. I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so proud of you guys. You're brave. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, all these poor kids. Did but we, you were. Did we lose seven one? I thought it was closer than that. It was a heroic effort by those. I six kids don't know. You, by the way, you're right, Raleigh. I really don't know exactly what the score was. But hey, listen, great. the coaches yeah. came to me afterwards and uh, and gave us an attaboy and congratulated uh-huh. us on the competition, the compete yeah. of those uh, those six. The players. only the only parents I don't have any grudges with, and I, I to this day. Mariners and Lady Ducks. I never have heard the Lady Ducks uh, parents be jerks about anything. The Mariners, maybe it's because we haven't played them enough. Uh, I've never heard them uh, uh, actually spout off in a way that offended me. Uh, just so, so I have to shout out the good stuff too. The bad stuff, yeah, of course, good stuff. Got to still do it. Bakersfield, we still love you, even though you come down and you get really angry at us when you're losing and you get really angry at us when you're winning. <laughs> I still don't get that. I don't understand. How can they be so mad if they're winning? They're so mad. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, they live all. in Bakersfield. That's that's the answer. That's uh, true. But the number one Bakersfield dad <laughs> rises above all of that. So uh, you there know are some you, great, great people up there. Yeah. You know who you are. Number one Bakersfield dad. Number one Bako. Always, uh, always in our hearts. Uh, thank you for listening to uh, tw- uh, episode 29 of the Youth Hockey Podcast. Uh, uh, we always encourage you uh, to go out and, and, uh, and experience uh, interesting uh, hockey things and bring them to us. So if you have anything that, uh, that, uh, that's, that's happening uh, that you think the youth hockey um, 
world needs to hear about or or could uh, help you out with uh please uh drop us a line at youth podcast at gmail.com uh lance uh the coach both have so much uh information in their brains um uh all they need to do is uh get a couple questions and it'll come flowing right out so uh thank you all for listening and we will see you around the bend at episode 30 anything to else gentlemen that's it oh thank you all for listening Remember to visit Gabe Gifford Hockey. The link is in the description and the webpage below.